Hello and welcome to Enough Said, the podcast by the Registered Charity for Mental Health Independent Newham Users Forum. We're recording live from Ithaca House and as a charity we support Newham-based residents providing services such as advocacy, lifestyle choices and mental health recovery strategies in the guise of a day centre through weekly activities that change every six to eight weeks. You can find out more about the organisation by going onto the website www.inuf.org. Before we continue the podcast, I'd like to introduce you to my fellow presenters. We are joined today by Michael Ahan. Hiya. And also Stephen Cote. Hello. And I'm your host, Trevor Jones, and we are going to be shooting a breeze about things that have come to our attention in the last few weeks. So, gentlemen, would you like to... The, the floor's open for you to discuss all the sundry that you may have come across in the last couple of weeks. Um, I learned to... Um, I learned to blow bubbles with bubble gum. You've learned to blow <laughs> bubbles with bubble gum? Yes, for Why the first, could, time, first time in my life. Why could you not blow bubbles with bubble gum before? I, I'd never really put that much effort into it and just assumed it was something I couldn't oh, well. do. Yeah. And um, so last couple of weeks ago, I bought some Hubba Bubba and um, I sat down with some YouTube tutorials. You watched a YouTube tutorial <laughs> to blow bubbles? Yeah. What and were they called? What the YouTube tutorial? Just Is there really just a YouTube the, tutorial to blow yeah, bubbles? Yeah, there's loads of them. <laughs> so, uh, so... So, yeah. can, can you do big ones now? You, I can do you, pretty big. The problem is my nose gets in the way. Yeah, I know. So, I know, kind I, of... I, I used to be able to do quite small ones. Yeah. Uh, but I have, I've had, like, I've had some fairly, fairly sizable ones. Yeah, that, that's good. Do you know what? I don't think Stephen's joking around with this. There's actually three channels <laughs> about blowing bubbles. One of them is by Howcast. Another one's by Dude Perfect. Yeah, they fix you. They fix you. They got everything. And I think there's another one by uh, Iowa Public Television, which I'm sure is an American state. That, that, that. Yeah. Wow. So <laughs> Stephen's just shown us a picture of him blowing up a balloon, which seems to be the size <laughs> of a baseball, in front of his face. So were you really pleased with that? I was. Yeah. Yeah. It took me three hours of solid. Um, Chewing, chewing, yeah. chewing, and experimenting. I was afraid I wouldn't be able to do it because I've got an overbite. And also, my okay. teeth are crooked, so I thought maybe they wouldn't be. So, did you know why you couldn't blow before? Did like, you no one had ever really told me how to do it properly. So, so, okay. So, if, if you if you get if you go by the kind of the videos, and there's even a wiki how how to do it. So, did you have a certain sense of jealousy for like other kids growing up who could blow bubbles? Yeah, blow? yeah, yeah, definitely. I always want it's a skill I've always wanted to um wow. to have. So I thought I can also do if you've ever seen the film Hellraiser. Yeah, there's a scene at, at, when they're having dinner where the, the young guy in it he he's smoking a rolly. Yeah, and he yeah. takes the rolly into his mouth. Yeah, closes his mouth and then takes the rolly back out of his mouth all with his tongue. Oh wow! I can also do that. I think. Um, <laughs> I think. Um, did you chew? <laughs> no, I did that by just using an oh, unlit okay. cigarette yeah, yeah. until yeah. I got it right and then lit it. I think oh, oh. I saw a character do that in Greece, um, the film once. Where I oh, think, really? I think um, there's a couple. There's a cool guy being cool, 
in a leather jacket and he's trying to walk down a corridor chatting up a girl and I think um, the principal's walking in the other direction <laughs> and a cigarette's in his mouth so he flipped I don't know how the actor did it but he flipped the cigarette inside his mouth yeah. and he continues the rest of the scene <laughs> with the burning cigarette in his mouth as he's talking and then obviously the, the principal character walks off and then he spits out the cigarette and starts choking so uh, he could do it much more they couldn't leave that oh wow <laughs> um, I'll, I'll tell you one thing um, that was I'm not sure if it's a scientific fact or it's the fact that I might not be as fit as I thought I was but um, I did join the Enough Wanderers football training team uh, uh, Tuesday of this week and um, we did the warm up we did the workout did a lot of shuttle runs and dribbling and then uh, we played a football match and after two hours of kicking the ball around um, one of the members said to me try and whistle yeah and um, for the life of me, I couldn't do it. I could make the mouth shape and I could do the tongue flicking function, but there was no way I could whistle for anything. It was just air coming out. So I don't know what I had done. Could you whistle before? I could whistle before. <laughs> I could, uh, that's me whistling now. But I couldn't even do that. It was like I was somehow dehydrated of whatever hmm. function it was through the training that I couldn't whistle at all. They should do that after Champions League matches. Yeah, yeah, Just yeah. Get all the players <laughs> to whistle. To, and to whistle while you work, yeah. 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 Uh, it'll probably be a good way to test um, uh, the new drug test to see if anyone's on the special... Um, you wouldn't you think you'd need much energy to whistle, though. I don't understand how that's a link. I think, it, I think it's because I was dehydrated okay. and uh, there wasn't enough moisture in my mouth to do the whistling flow but I've got to look into that but that's something that it was just like a strange thing for um, I think it was Dwayne to say and I tried to do it and it was like it's like ha I got ya and it was like I couldn't whistle for like the next 10 minutes or something like that it was just gasping for air <laughs> uh, Michael have you discovered anything like strange or curious uh, in the last week few weeks um, where do I start <laughs> Every day is strange to me. Okay. So, so what what was the standout thing you would say? The Mad Men's back. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we got we got a gentleman called Chris making some noise in the corridor behind us. But um, if you can't pick that up at home, but um, n- nothing came to mind. Any strange facts? Nothing, nothing sticks out to me, but then again, everything is strange to me. Okay. Like shadows have always bugged me. Shadows? Shadows. Yes. In what way? If you walk under a light in a certain way, you end up like with four different shadows. Okay. Yeah, that's like footballers. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 But that's because of the stadium lights, isn't yeah. it? They yeah, yeah. It's got four different lights. That, that one where you get the weird one where you get the light and dark, it's the same shadow, but it's light and dark. Yeah. Oh. I've always found the um, the four shadows on the Champions League football is a bit strange because I always thought, well, if the light's on the other side, it should actually eliminate the fact that there's a shadow coming from that direction. Sort of thing. Yeah, there's I'm too not... much light. Hmm. Because I was thinking, like, there should only be light coming from one direction, but obviously, um, they they they're gliding and glancing all over the place on the floor, I suppose. Of course, there's a Doctor Who monster that actually lives in in, in the, the shadows. shadows. Yeah. yeah, yeah. 
There's a TV series called Dark Shadows as well. There is a day, yes. A very yep. good. <laughs> I've actually been watching that for the last four months now on episode 500. Is it possible to watch 500 episodes? Well, I have. You've so. managed to watch 500 episodes yeah. of the same series? Yep. Wow. Well, I've, I've watched every episode of Doctor Who and that's like yeah. 850. Uh, but, but, it's a lifetime. Yeah, but Doctor Who's over a lifetime. You've, you've done this over a summer. Yeah. I mean, it's it's 20 minute episodes and you can kind of do oh. other stuff while you're watching it because okay. it's a soap, so everything yeah. gets repeated. So is this because there's a gap in your Rick and Morty like, it's, life? It's a very interesting moment? show because it's a daytime TV soap opera. Yeah. American soap opera. It runs from 1967 to 1971. Mm. But it's all about kind of tra- vampires and ghosts and Frankenstein monsters mm. and stuff like that. Yeah. Which is a bit different for a daytime soap. And it can yeah. it can be pretty violent and 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 quite horrific at some times. Isn't it kind of ironic that a daytime soap about vampire is about vampires, when vampires <laughs> can't exist during the daytime? <laughs> yes. Okay. So, and and is this an American show or a British? No, it's an American show. Does it have any British actors in it? No, no. It's okay. quite. I mean, it's kind. Of, it's it's a very big cult show in America. It's yeah. kind of. Johnny Depp was a fan, um, and uh, Tim Burton was a fan. They made a, a movie version of it. What show um, would you compare it to in England? That's well, it's kind of, sort of like Crossroads, um, yeah. <laughs> crossed with um, uh, Hammer House of Horror. Okay. okay. <laughs> so where, where would Benny fit into that? Yeah. Benny would be easy because there, there's a guy called Ben Stokes in it who has that sort of Benny role of being the. Okay. Did, did, did he go with the, the beanie no, hat? Did, no. did he go with the hat style <laughs> as well? My, the funniest thing happened was that because the series is um, uh, filmed as live, as in, you know, what you record is basically what you're going to show, Yeah. they had the um, incredible idea of. Um, turning one of the characters into a cat. Wow. And obviously, if you're... Um, Is that special filming, effects? No, no. As, no, a character turned into a living cat. Wow. And um, this cat, obviously, in a live oh. setting, doesn't do everything you'd want it to do. So so that must have been a tough job for the It was a tough angle. job. That, um, he very quickly changed back from a cat into the character. I think oh, when wow. the production team realised what a nightmare it would be, yeah. <laughs> trying to shoot anything with a cat wandering around. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Basically, Spiver Dog, you can kind of train it to somewhat. Yeah. The, yeah. Cat, the cat just goes, you know what, I'm, I'm leaving here. Yeah. There's one scene, you see the cat coming into the room and, and there's two women in the room and they're looking yeah. frightened at it and it jumps onto the um, onto a, like a footstool okay. and it's still staring at it and then the cat just bugs off yeah. and they're still staring at the footstool as if pretending the cat is still, still there. there okay <laughs> like it disappeared into thin air interesting so I mean the thing is I can't imagine there being a cat wrangler for a film <laughs> that would be like the, the shortest job that you yeah, can yeah, have yeah and then again I, I, around my where I live I've seen someone walking their dog and, a, and their, their cat follows wow, oh, wow. and he's going yeah. and the cat sort of do you know what? Okay. I, to speak about pets and cats, I still find it fascinating that Mike Tyson used to have a pet tiger, you know, and uh, in his pomp. But, his pomp. Yeah, uh, but the um. The I, other, I watched um Tyson Fury fight the other night. Tyson Fury. Yeah, my friend has got into boxing quite a bit, and I've started watching some with him. Okay. Um and um yeah, like the other night was Tyson Fury. Yeah. Are you interested in boxing at all? Uh, yeah, I mean the thing is, the interesting thing about Tyson Fury is like he had some mental health, mental health issues. issues and I think he took, um, not necessarily sabbatical, but I think there was some accusations that he might have um, 
had uh, some kind of uh, performance enhancing drugs in his system. I think he might have protested it and he didn't want the urine test. And I think they, they took the titles off him, if I've got that right. And then he had like two years of not being in boxing whatsoever. No, no. And then, um, and then he made a comeback. Um, I can't remember. I think it was against, I want to say Deontay Wilder, but I don't think it, it was. was. He did was fight Wilder. Wilder? He, fought, he fought Wilder a few yeah. months ago. Yeah, he yeah. fought Deontay Wilder. And I think he managed to take in the distance of the, uh, the rounds. And I think it was like really amazing that somebody, for being so long out of the game, yeah, yeah. Of a sport for so long to come back at that peak level of profession, you don't really see it that often. I mean, I think, I mean, oh, Eric, just... Eric Cantona did it as well. I think he was like eighteen months out of football, and he also, then he came back uh, when he was twenty six. I think. But Cantona retired when he was like twenty eight. I, I think it's thirty. Was he thirty? I think it's thirty one or thirty two because. He, it was a bit shocking though because we yeah. thought we were going to have him for another two or three years and at least yeah yeah because I think the issue is like you had players like Peter Beardsley and mm. Sheringham and mm. Zola but who were back. playing into their 36s and yeah, 39s yeah. and then you had a really quality player he looked very fit and he, he looked like he only just got started yeah. with winning trophies and then he said like yeah I've had yeah. enough now but then we won the treble so it was alright yeah. yeah actually <laughs> have you seen Eric Cantona's latest speech? no I haven't people keep um uh, text me about it and yeah. with the video and I haven't watched it yet um, I'm going to try and quote it if I can find <laughs> it because um, the interesting thing about Eric Cantona is um, he did this speech obviously with um, about the trawlers and the seagulls uh, when he was talking which is a, 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 that that um, his um, metaphor yeah. which people like to it actually makes complete sense yeah because that was like the press following him around yeah, yeah. looking for a story it's wasn't just it? Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try and find it because I think BT Sport uh, recorded it but I think the interesting thing about this was um, it was an awards ceremony where everyone was everyone around him was more or less dressed up in a suit and tie and he kind of turns up in a kind of a a creased shirt and jeans and a flat cap and he, he seems like <laughs> oh. less than half bothered to be there so, sort of like don't, 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 don't you also do them adverts for that beer, it's like a French beer or something. Yeah. Oh, is it Lone Brow or Crown? Yeah, Brow? something like that. But it's, it's like tongue in cheek. Mm. Yeah, I think that was a while ago. And it, and and I think he's still doing French movies. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I wish I could get the quote. Um, I haven't. Somebody wrote it down somewhere, and I can't find it. But it was something like, um, I think we've got one line. It's like, soon the science will fix the cells to the state. So it was like, um, I think he was trying to criticise uh, the UEFA in FIFA in terms of football and um, politics. And he was trying to quote Shakespeare's King Lear at the same time. But um, he's, a, he's, a, he's a very clever guy. Yeah. <laughs> you know, they do a film of Dark Shadows with Peter Cushing. There's a film of... Dark Shadows They did... In, like, in the 80s or 70s. They did... After the, the series finished, they did two feature films. Yeah. And then, later on, I think in the beginning of the 90s, they did a whole new TV series. Yeah. Which lasted for a season. But I don't... 
don't think Peter Cushing was... Uh, in my, I remember there was one they'd done, but they'd sort of done like a movie kind of... Yeah. The one before the Tim Burton oh. one, it was way, way... Yeah, it might yeah. have been a TV version. There's been a number of versions that they've yeah. tried to kind of do, but so, it's the original soap that's the... Could I throw down a spoiler now, because I've yeah. got Eric Cantona's quote, so I'm going to say it word for word. Okay. Not in the style that he said it, because I haven't got that panache. He said, but Eric Cantona said earlier this year or last month, as flies to wanton boys, we are we to gods. They kill us for their sport. Soon the science will not only be able to slow down the aging of the cells, soon the science will fix the cells to the state, and so we will become eternal. Only accidents, crimes, wars will still kill us, but unfortunately crimes, wars will multiply. I love football. Thank you. You don't know that sort of stuff from Roy Fowler, do you? No. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, he's sort of... Well, not, not, well, not that politely, no. I think what I liked about what Eric Cantona had said was just how baffled the rest of the audience were in front of him. And there wasn't anything that anyone could add to what he said. <laughs> and it was just kind of like... A, it was kind of... They were halfway between what just happened and let's pretend that didn't happen. And uh, I think it was quite interesting for me because, I mean, I'm not a Man United supporter, but I'm a Cantona fan. But he kind of, in a matter of 25 seconds, just removed (laughs) the pomposity of what the awards ceremony was about. Wasn't it just a draw, even? Wasn't it just a draw? Um... He might have been smoking draw, but I think... No, I I mean, the um, the actual event, wasn't it a draw? I think the... Champions League draw. No, 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 it wasn't Champions League, it was an award ceremony. I think this was was the same ceremony where, um, I think, Virgil van Dijk got his award and... um, What award? I think it was like a European Football of the Year award. Because he was actually holding an award ceremony for something. Exude to me. Yeah. Let me see. Oh no, you're right. It's the European Champions League draw. Yep. But I think there wasn't a couple of awards. Oh, they probably did that thing where, in the draw where they have kind of the the goalie of last year's yeah, competition. Yeah, 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 yeah. Defender of last year's competition. Yeah, yeah, it was that thing. Yeah. Um. So, oh, speaking of um, probably Eric Cantona, probably didn't like anything didn't come up. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's probably why he's so dressed down. Um, I wanted to mention something about football as well because um. I found out um, earlier this um, month that Cristiano Ronaldo is the most famous person on Instagram. So apparently he's got like 183 million followers. Mm -hmm. And um, Instagram obviously is like leader on a platform with 313 million. But as an individual, Ronaldo's got 183 million followers. The highest placed woman is in third place which is Ariana Grande with 164 million followers where's Lionel Messi um, coming to him in a minute <laughs> the highest placed actor is Dwayne The Rock Johnson with 157 million followers and Lionel Messi is all the way down in ninth place uh, has 131 million followers oh, yeah. so um, I mean apparently these Instagram followers are supposed to be worth a lot of money because the attention or the eyeballs means that you can start selling more products yeah so apparently like these kind of numbers affects like 
Cristiano Ronaldo's wage packet at Juventus and how much he can get transferred oh, for. I might have to stop going on it then. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, looking at the numbers, the I mean, I know Cristiano Ronaldo's married, but it seems like the, the dynamite couple package would be if Cristiano Ronaldo became either boyfriend and girlfriend with Ariana Grande or started a relationship with Dwayne Johnson. That would just be like internet explosion all yeah, over there. Yeah. Oh, oh, both. It's Dwayne Johnson's second then. Dwayne Johnson's, he's he's third as a person, but he's fourth in the entire list, and he's actually joint with um, Selena Gomez, who I think is a singer. And yeah, she used to go out with. Be- um, the believer. Who? Yeah. Oh, Justin Bieber. Yeah. Actually, he should be really up there, shouldn't he? Oh, here he is. He's in 13th place at 119 million. Well, well maybe, maybe the pill's wearing off a bit. <laughs> yeah, but the, um, he's the highest placed Canadian. So he's got that title. So where's Ryan Reynolds then? Oh, you're, what about William Shatner? You're picking some well, really well, hard He's the next big Canadian, ain't he? I don't know where they are on the places, but I can probably find out what There's numbers they've got. There's a is there another Canadian? Yeah, I can uh, see that's Sean like, Mendes. Oh. And there's one there. Sean like Mendes Drake. Is a Drake. Drake. Drake is Canadian. Wow. Drake's Mexican, isn't he? Though? Are you taking that from <laughs> the TV show Atlanta? I think Drake is is Canadian, but I'll, we will look at Drake his, is Canadian. We'll look at his Wikipedia Mexican. to kind of um, verify uh, what his status is. So it seems like Drake is. Uh, I still haven't got a clue. Where was he born? Drake was born in. Toronto, yeah. Ontario, Canada. So he's Canadian. Yeah, so we've given him the Canadian. I'm not sure what the parents were. To if we've got dual nationality. Okay, his dad was African American, and they're not saying anything about his mother just yet. <laughs> uh, the mother's Jewish Canadian. But I bring him back hey, to another hey, thing that I learned. Hey. No, bring it back to another thing that I learned. Um, Drake apparently is funding. He's an executive producer on the Netflix series Top Boy that's just been released oh, yeah, or, yeah. or put back on yeah. to, uh, into circulation. But I'm not sure... Is that, a, is that a spin-off from the film? Top Boy no, was a Channel out. 4 series. I'm thinking of Old Boy. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but no, the thing is, Old Boy starred... Oh, no. I thought you was thinking of another... I think you were thinking of Bullet <laughs> Boy. Sorry. Old Boy is the, North Kore- is the South Korean film, yeah. which is the thriller... I was thinking of Bullet Boy, which is a BBC-funded film which had Ashley Waters in it, come, about a character coming out of prison. Mm-hmm. But Ashley Waters is also in yeah, it, Top Boy. Yeah, it's kind of like a move on. It's kind of like the next step. For yeah. Ashley Waters is... He's so solitary, isn't he? Mm. He was. He uh, was. Possibly. He was one of the many, many... Cause I, so uh, solitary. Did, 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 did I have about 30 members or something? Yeah. I don't know. He might have been. I, I don't remember him being in So Solid Crew. I just remember him being an actor. No, he, he was probably one in a back dancing. Yeah. Because he only had one or two who sang. Okay. Uh, no, no, you're right. He's a rapper and actor. There was quite a few people in So Solid. Yeah, he was in So Solid Crew, and his nickname was Asher D. Asher D. That was it. Yeah. And um, yeah, obviously, how can you forget that hit? Twenty one seconds to go. Um, so I had a bit of soft spot for um, Oxide and Neutrino. Yeah, I actually bought one of their albums. Actually, <laughs> well, actually, I think they bought. I bought their only album. But yeah, I I caught onto that kind of um, 
the garage hype of that group and their <laughs> affiliates acts as well. Oh, Miss Dynamite, she came from them as well. So. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think uh, I think Mystique might have done as well because I think they had the vocals of uh, Alicia Dixon uh, maybe on one of those tracks. But I think there was this kind of explosion of just like new artists coming out doing a slightly different type of music which made people interesting. But um, just going back to Drake, there's a kind of a little bit of a controversy about um, what he's done with Top Boy because there are a lot of there are quite a few people who are having some murmurings about Top Boy being very narrow in its kind of stereotypical view of black characters and violence on uh, TV or the small screen. But on the other hand, there's a lot of people who've not seen Top Boy, the play, which this came from, and they haven't seen Top Boy, the Channel 4 series. So this is like yeah, their yeah. first ever exposure <laughs> to it and they, they think it's amazing. And um, and there's another thing that I was having a conversation with a friend about, which was um, uh, whether there should be a white writer who's actually delivering this project because there's an Irish guy. I think his name is... Um, uh, I want to get it right. It's Ronan something. Um, uh, this is going to take me some time to think about it. Let me see. There's a, The original creator is Ronan Bennett. And, um, but the thing is, he's actually been in the community for like the last eight or nine years, like doing the research, trying to get authentic stories from the community. And he's still getting criticized for putting this story out, which <laughs> as somebody who appreciates writing and script writing, I think it's quite funny because it's not just, he's not just kind of jumped on the bandwagon of no, like no. gun and anti-gun and knife crime and um, yeah. uh, teenagers getting killed and stabbed. He's kind of, I wouldn't say he's, it's hard to say what projects he's put money into to make changes, but he is trying to tell an authentic story. And like, I think the play existed maybe in 2009. I think Channel 4 turned it into a series in 2011, and then it stopped maybe like 2015 or something like that. So the fact that it's come back and it's the same creator, it's got a certain sense of authenticity to it. But the fact that, that people are suddenly saying, hold on a minute, this is a white guy writing it, and it's like, we, we should be writing our own stories and making them more positive. It's like, it's a it's a tainted argument because yeah. it's there's integrity to what he did and how he researched it. Even if you could say there's more scope and range for that story, because it feels like he's had to fight to get that story onto the TV or onto the small screen. And I would say that story probably got pushed forward because of maybe a success across the Atlantic, like The Wire, yeah, yeah. which has already create a plethora of new black actors that people kind of now appreciate you know so yeah that's the thing that I learned is that Drake is now funding Top Boy and it's, oh, okay. it's going it's, to it's set off a new chain of <laughs> politically incorrect madness and um, oh and Dave Chappelle as well has got a new series on Netflix which uh, he apparently he auditioned to play um, the role in Clueless really he, he, he auditioned for the role but um, the, the black role in uh, I can't remember who's, who actually ended up playing the guy okay. but apparently his audition was too um, realistic oh um, I think I know because the guy who was in Clueless yeah. wasn't that he also in Scrubs as might well. have been um, I will try and find the name 
I hate doing research like this because <laughs> this is like when you have that kind of name off the tip of your tongue but you can't quite remember who it is. But um, is it Clueless is on IMDb somewhere, surely. So Dave Chappelle, so... He auditioned for the role and um, he was just, he was doing, he was doing the, um, you know, he was getting all the uh, um, slang and everything right and um, yeah. yeah, he was doing it as he would do it and they thought it was a bit too realistic so they got someone less, yeah. who could do it less well to do it. I just, think, much. I, I just think um, if we didn't have, if we had Dave Chappelle in Clueless, we'd have probably lost him in, um, what was that Eddie Murphy one that he did? Um, the Nutty Professor. I think we'd have missed out on that performance. Um, I'm trying to, I just want to remember this guy's name because it's bugging me now. Uh, it's a little bit like OCD. Um, Donald Faison, I yep. think it was, yeah. So I think that was that might be the guy he's talking about. So have we got any other discoveries or revelations or news and tidbits to kind of reveal? Um, because I think this is going to be called Stuff I Learned Last <laughs> Week. This might be the name of the episode. I keep getting... I keep having Christians come up to me in the street. Is this the thing that you wanted to moan about? Yeah. Yeah. I keep having Christians come up to me in the street and offering to pray for me. And I'm getting a bit fed up with it, to be honest. Um, It happened last week. Last week I was in town. Yeah. I came out of a shop. A girl walked past and smiled at me, which was kind of, oh, okay. Yeah. So I smiled back. I walked down the road, went to another shop, came out of that shop, and she walked back. So you were being stalked? You were being stalked? <laughs> it seemed to be. like She walked again past me, yeah. and then she doubled back and came towards me, smiling in. She said, yeah. hi, um, would it be okay if I prayed with you? Wow. And I said, no. Okay. <laughs> Did she have like a pamphlet or she just said it? No, randomly? she just said it, no. Okay. And this is like fourth or fifth time this has happened to me in London. Wow. And I've got two of them in the last month. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm starting to get a bit pissed off with it they might think you're like a pastor or something <laughs> <laughs> I mean uh, I mean what, what's your message to uh, just people don't do it I mean what you're doing to people yeah. hello hello Christian if yeah. you're coming up to people <laughs> yeah. asking to pray you're immediately making them feel like they're somehow abnormal you're already kind of bringing attention to something that while you're going about your day. You're inquiring into something that is none of your business, mm. that may be potentially quite painful for the person you're asking about. Yeah. And you're kind of, you're, you're Christian way, like pray about it. You know, I don't really, I mean, what, so God has given me a disability and then what I'm going to kind of say, oh, please, can I not have it? And then he's going to say, okay, then it just makes God seem a little bit of a, I think, Glenn bit, Hoddle, bit cruel. I think Glenn Hoddle, the, the professional <laughs> yeah, yeah. footballer, had something to say about that when he yeah, managed so, And it, it's very frustrating. And um, mm-hmm. I find it hard to be rude to people, so I'm always yeah. kind of polite and I wish I wasn't. It's your Cornish because roots. Because then, if you do this to me, then I'm going to go home and I'm going to get yeah. annoyed about it all day and think mm-hmm. about it and come up with a million different... Um, things that I could have said back to you which would either hurt you or make you think or yeah. maybe uh, sometimes I might think something that will kind of make you cry and that's not very nice yeah. so everything about what you're doing here is wrong please stop it <laughs> but there's another thing that you've missed out which is also offensive which is um, the assumption yeah. that um, your faith or denomination requires that kind of um, I don't know support because 
what if you turned around and said um, like I'm an atheist or I'm a I'm a Muslim or I'm yeah. a Catholic or I'm a Seventh Day Adventist mm. and this isn't like the appropriate time for me to yeah. be praying um, that was that could be just as hurtful as well isn't it yeah yeah and also there's a kind of ego on their part because mm. you know they have God on their side and so they can go around fixing the world mm. and it's just it's just so bullshit and I, I'm just I'm fed up with it. I'm fed up with it. Yeah. Well, next time I'm gonna, I might, I might say something bad. And uh, do you want to forewarn the Christians now? Yeah, I have. That's what I mean. I said it. You will say to them. Just, just don't, just don't leave people alone. Yeah. You know that this is this is why, you know, I prefer other religions. Yeah. Because you know, then they don't care about getting people in. You know, they don't want to convert you. They're fine with it. You don't, yeah. you don't see like Jewish faith coming no. out going, oh, do you want to become Jewish? No, yeah, yeah, you yeah, don't yeah. get Muslims doing it. Yeah. It's always Christians. Well, I'll just, I'll just, I'll just get your atheists. You, yeah. you yeah. mm. But yeah, I think you had the perfect line, which was like, if somebody comes up to you, just say, just, say, just don't. Just don't do it. <laughs> don't do it. <laughs> yeah. It's wrong, mate. Don't do it. Don't okay. So um, somehow, through our recap of what we've learned um, in the last week or so, We've, um, oh. we've we've turned the Nike motif upside <laughs> down, and our message is just don't do it. Or or just go. You're a Satanist. Yugi does it. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Just, just go. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not sure how often we're going to be able to bring that up in conversation, but I'll I'll, I'll try that next time. I'm just sort of go. Nah, nah. Who? Who? I know who that is. Okay. Well, street um, street uh, Christian approaches. Whoever you are. You've now been warned. Um, thank you for listening. We hope that's been some form of advice for anyone out there who's um, looking on the internet, looking for new information, or looking to just have safe passage on your high street. Um, this has been enough said. Um, you have been listening to the co-presenters, Michael Ahern. See ya. Stephen Code. Cheers. And myself, Trevor Jones. Uh, if you'd like to know more about the charity, uh, you can find out on www.inuf.org. If you would like to know more about the podcast, you can follow us on Castbox FM. Just search term I-N-U-F-S-A-I-D. That's enough said. Thank you for listening. Uh, we hope you have a great day. Enjoy the rest of your week. And we hope to record another episode for you again soon.